everyone. This is Cesar with A21 Freedom Chasers. Welcome to episode 13 of Talk for Freedom. Once again, we are excited to have you join us. We are on iTunes and Google Play under Talk for Freedom. You can also find us on A21FreedomChasers.org or Chuck Paul LLC. We have um, our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts as well. So we're again today excited, uh, and we want to introduce you to Centro Seguro Drop-In Center. We're helped today by teens who get to ask questions about Centro Seguro. So, Chuck, what even is Central Seguro? So, Central Seguro is a safe place that serves runaways, homeless youth, and juvenile human trafficking victims. It's one of the first facilities of its kind in the country to serve this population, and it's a non-detention environment. What's it mean to be non-detention? Well, in most of the country, there's really no specialized facilities for runaways and youth human trafficking victims. So, throughout the United States, youth are usually initially housed in juvenile delinquency facilities. These are often detention centers, and detention centers are just not the right environment for someone who's been victimized. We try to decriminalize the entire event by trying to provide a safe and and welcoming environment. And Central Segudo is not a detention center. We have staff, case managers, juvenile probation officers. We even got a plainclothes police officer. But there's no bars on the doors. There's no bars on the windows. And the environment is comfortable and welcoming. Why do you even need to have a cop? It's not like I'm some sort of criminal. Well, the officers are actually there for your safety. They're there just in case. Because sometimes we serve youth who are hurt or exploited by someone. And the officer's there to protect those teenagers to keep that bad person from coming out. Do you know when Central Seguro opened and who even runs it? Well, Central Seguro was originally opened in October of 2017, and it's a joint program between Bear County Juvenile Probation and Roy Moss Youth Alternatives. Who pays for all the services? Well, it's funded through grants from the Texas Governor's Office and the Kronkowski Charitable Foundation. Without the extreme generosity of Kronkowski Charitable Foundation and without the leadership of the Texas Governor's Office, we wouldn't have a program like Central Segudo. Do you know how many kids you guys have helped? We've served over 200 youth in the time we've been open. Who can go there? Well, Central Segudo serves all youth, boys, girls, straight, LGBTQ, American citizens, foreign nationals, Central School is a safe place for youth to be assessed and the best way to help them. And it's a place for them to stay, depending on the unique uh, situation. We've had youth as young as 10, and we've had young adults as as old as 26 show up looking for help. Now, we couldn't bring anyone over 18 over, but we were able to connect them with other services in our city in order for them to get the help to get escape exploitation. And I'm talking about, in many cases, people who have been human trafficked. That means sold as a slave to someone else. How are they supposed to get there? Well, some youth call our 24-7 hotline. That's 210-340-8090. And we direct them where we are. We usually set up for arrangements to get them over to our location. And if need be, we can adjust for transportation. But other times, youth just show up looking for help. We've had young people show up actually walking in on their own, knowing that's where that's where they can find help. But often when they're brought in by concerned citizens in the community or even by the law enforcement. Chuck, am I going to get arrested if I go to Central Seguro? Well, our goal is to help the youth avoid criminal offenses. But you can't commit a crime and then come to Central Seguro. The police can still come there and arrest you. It's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. 
but the majority of teens that we serve will never be arrested. Instead, they're given help, counseling, and resources they need to be safe. We work with the juvenile probation officers and with the police in the event that a youth has been a victim of a crime in order to get them the specific help they need. And that means anything from counseling to food to shelter to clothing to working with your family to get you back together with the people who you feel safest with. So am I going to be forced to see a counselor? Because that's something I really don't want to do. Well, yes. All youth that come into Central Segudo are going to meet with a counselor at least one time. And this is a trained counselor. If any additional counseling is needed, then it's going to get set up. But your whole family can come to counseling at the Roy Moss uh, Youth Alternatives Counseling Center. And this helps families develop the skills they need to strengthen themselves. It helps families learn how to talk to each other, how to forgive, how to express their feelings in a, in a positive way, and helps de-conflict any conflicts they have going on. Because I can tell you, having been a father myself, my children are adults now, but those years between like 14, 15, 16 can get rather rough. Are you going to have to call my parents because it's if I don't if I don't want to see them? Well, yes. By law, we have to notify your parents or whoever your legal guardian is when you come to Central Segudo. We'll then work with your legal guardian to develop a plan to address the problems that led to you being brought to Central Segudo or having to need help from us. And that means talking with your legal guardian, whether it's your mom, your dad, a cousin, an aunt or uncle, maybe a foster parent or even CPS to try to figure out exactly what kind of help you need and what we're going to do to prevent you from being out there in the streets. Because it's very dangerous when a young person's out there and homeless. There's bad people out there looking for young people to try to use them in a way that's like slavery. I mean, selling them for labor, for sex, forcing them into gangs. These are very life-threatening situations. So we're trying to prevent that from happening to somebody. So if a teen doesn't have papers, we call immigration? Well, in those situations, we start with contacting the legal guardian. However, if we can't find your legal guardian or they can't be located, then we're going to work with the Office of Refugee Resettlement to find the teen's legal sponsor. So a legal sponsor is that adult, usually a relative, that the teen was placed with when they first came into the United States. We're going to work with the refugee advocates as well as the Office of Refugee Resettlement and maybe other federal agencies to make sure the youth gets that kind of help they need. So the Office of Refugee Resettlement is a federal office. It's kind of like CPS for youth that come from other countries. And we're going to get them the kind of services they need. And we actually have had plenty of youth that have come from foreign countries that we have worked with over at Roy Moss Youth Alternatives. And some of them are staying in some of our programs today. Are you going to have to call CPS? Well, if we're told about or we become aware that a teen's been abused, neglected, or exploited, then we're bound by law to call CPS. And if CPS is a legal guardian of that team, then we have to call them because they're the legal guardian. So that means we're going to work with CPS as they do their investigation or as they do their case in order to make sure we get the youth the kind of help they need. And we actually have facilities within Roy Moss that they can go to from Central Segudo that are specifically contracted to work with youth that are involved with CPS. What's going to happen if you call Child Protective Services? Well, first, a caseworker is going to come out and talk to you. And they're usually going to come out and talk to you, and then they're going to leave. They're going to go conduct their investigation or do what they need to do with the research. And then we're going to work with them to determine what's your safest alternatives. What's the safest way to make sure that you and maybe your siblings and your friends are safe? Because So that could be anything from involving law enforcement to involving counseling or therapy to involving your parents or maybe your aunts and uncles and family in a safe process to by which to make you feel as though that you're safe and comfortable and you don't have to be out in a dangerous environment. 
Is CPS scary to talk to? Sometimes they are very scary to talk to. And so when we have young people talk to CPS and they feel scared afterwards, then we'll get them involved with talking to one of our counselors mm -hmm. or one of our staff. So our staff's pretty chill. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I mean, we've got some pretty still chill staff that will joke around with you and play Jenga and play games. And as a matter of fact, one of our staff loves to do, especially with the young ladies that comes to, she loves to do like beauty on a budget where she shows them all these neat techniques in order to do their hair and their makeup and their facial. <laughs> and boy, she has this weird sugar and lemon water scrub that she uses that all these girls love, but I don't know, it just makes the whole place smell like lemons. <laughs> um. So what will happen to me if I go to Centro Seguro? Well, we start by assigning you a locker, just like you're in school. Mm -hmm. And that's the safe place. If you have anything with you, if you have a backpack or any belongings, we want to make sure that whatever you brought into Centro Seguro, if it's important to you, that you leave with it. So you're going to have a locker assigned to you. That's your locker for your stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, if you got any unsafe things in there, like knives or guns, we've even had a young person walk in with a stun gun, or if you have like a a lighter or something that's unsafe, we're going to take that away. We're going to lock that up and we're going to put it in a safe place. That's, that's where our police officer's at. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to start talking to you. We're going to find out what your needs are. We're going to find out why you, why you're there at Central Segudo. What led to you having to be brought there? What's your unique situation? We're going to make sure you have comfortable clothes to wear. And we know that most youth nowadays like sweats, but they don't like the bell bottom sweats. So we've already started to get those tapered leg sweats. So that you're nice and comfortable, uh, appropriate clothing. Uh, we're going to make sure you're well fed. And we always tell young people that are at our facility, if you're not eating correctly or you're not getting what you want to eat, it's because you're not getting out to the refrigerator to go get it. We got plenty of food there. We don't have a specific schedule for eating. It's all about helping you to feel relaxed in the environment, a tactical pause for you to relax and be a chance to talk to us. We're going to get a chance to rest. You may watch Netflix. Mm -hmm. You may play some games with us. You may get a facial. You may go outside and play basketball with some of our case managers. You're going to get a hot shower. You're going to get, and you're going to get everything you needed supplied to you. And we're going to hang out with you and, and talk and try to develop a best plan for you. That sounds great, but um, how long can I stay at Centro Seguro? Well, most of the young people that come to us only stay a couple of days before they either go back to their family or they move to another shelter. However, each situation is unique. Sometimes you stay with us a little longer. Sometimes they stay with us a little shorter. We've had parents uh, show up at our door with a young person saying they just can't have them for the night. For whatever reason, let's say they got into an argument with their teenager and it's just very heated. And for safety, they're asking if the young person can spend the night with us. And they do. And they go back the next day. We get them involved with counseling next door at our counseling center. We've had situations, though, where young people are in a very bad situation and there's really no place safe for them to go right then and there. So it takes us a little longer to develop a plan. So maybe they're with us four or five days. Um, however, it's going to be very dependent on the unique situation of each individual child. We're also working on some better plans for some longer-term placements with through our La Porta program that should be opening soon. I'm asking that I'm gonna ask this because this is really important to me. Not gonna lie, but can I please keep my cell phone? Actually, no. We're gonna lock your cell phone up in the case manager's office, and sometimes you'll be able to access it to contact information for your family. And the reason why is that we're not trying to be mean, and we know how important your cell phone is. But all too often, we get young people that come to us that may have been exploited by someone. That means usually they had someone that convinced them that they loved them and they cared about them, but then they hurt them and manipulated them, maybe sold them for sex or maybe forced them to work for them as a slave. 
And a lot of times they do this by incorporating other young people who help manipulate the person that's being manipulated. So what we found out is, is that when a young person's at Central Segudo, that person, that young person that first helped the bad person starts texting and saying, hey girl, hey man, why aren't you talking to me? What's going on? You need to come back. Matter of fact, bring some friends with you. So because of all that peer pressure, we want to take that peer pressure away and give you an opportunity to think clearly for a moment. And that's why we're going to take your phone away. Now, are we going to permanently keep your phone? No. When you leave, you get your phone back. And we're not going to mess with it or anything like that. So is there any way I can like, sort of get in contact with my friends? Well, once we talk to your legal guardian, whoever that is, whether it's your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa, or even CPS, we're going to get permission on who you can call or what people you can talk to. And it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. In some situations, your legal guardian may say that they want one of the case managers to monitor the call. In other situations, like when you're talking to your mom and dad, we don't have to monitor the call. Is anybody I know, like my friends and family, can they come visit me? Well, originally, it's going to be your legal guardians that are going to come visit you. And that's usually through family counseling centers. So once we identify who your unique family unit is, maybe you have an extended family unit that lives all in your house. If they are all going to be engaged in counseling sessions, then you're going to see them at your counseling sessions. But because young people are usually not with us that very long, we're not going to have a bunch of family coming in and out because they don't need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just a tactical pause for you to help develop a plan to keep you safe. And if you don't have any way to keep be kept safe, we're going to work with the regulatory agencies to make sure that you have safety and the things that you need. We even have this really cool program called Turning Point for our older young adults, 18 to 22 years old, which is independent living in houses back behind our facilities. These are actually houses and they share the house with a few other young people. And our case managers are only in there for a short time of the day. And the case managers are there during the day to help walk them through the step-by-step process, but they're there to learn how to be independent young adults. What if I'm on probation? If I come freely, will it violate my probation? Well, you won't be violated for being at Central Scudo, but you may be violated for the runaway offense before you came to Central Scudo. However, we're going to work with your juvenile probation officer. So let's say you have a scenario where maybe you're on probation and you get into an argument with your mom or dad and you just can't stand the animosity that's going on at that time. And so instead of making a bad decision and just taking off, instead you go to Central Scudo. You may actually be doing the right way. And we're going to work with your probation officer to help you with with probably staying out of trouble. But if not, we're gonna work with your probation officer because half of our staff are juvenile probation officers. What if I got beat up or I'm sick? Can I get medical help? If you're sick or hurt, we're gonna take you to the emergency room and get you help. We're gonna make sure that you get the kind of medical help that you need and we're gonna follow through with that medical help. Now, in particular, if someone's been sexually assaulted or hurt in any way, maybe sexually attacked, we're gonna take them to specialized medical care through sexual assault nurse examiners and they're going to get the kind of forensic examination that they need specifically to address what's happened to them sexually. So what's the difference between Centro Seguro and the bridge shelter? Well, Centro Seguro and the bridge are both part of Roy Moss Youth Alternatives. You may be brought into Centro Seguro, Centro Seguro initially, which, by the way, that means protection center for anyone that doesn't know Spanish. And then you're assessed and a plan is developed, and maybe you might be moved to the bridge. We have several youth that have gone from Central Scudo to the bridge and maybe later on gone to a family but then ran away and then came back through Central Scudo and started the process over again. 
But the bridge is more of a structured environment. Youth can stay there a little longer. They can stay there for anywhere up to 30 days. In Central Scudo, there are fewer teens to staff ratios. So usually get more attention to help you figure out what's next step. How much is this going to cost? This is going to cost you nothing. This is going to cost you absolutely nothing. Central Segundo is provided for these services are provided for you and even the services we're going to get over to your family eventually. These are provided to you through grant funding. Now, however, when it comes to additional counseling, your family can qualify for counseling at the counseling center as long as they've got young people. We do everything from Victims of Crime Act funding to Medicaid to even uh, private insurance. But your services at Central Segundo for the young person are absolutely free. It's fantastic information, Chuck, and and thank you uh, to our teen actors who really helped us uh, lay this out and make sure that the public gets this information. Uh, Chuck, we recently partnered with you, the A21 Freedom Chasers, to put together some care kits. Tell us a little bit more about how these care kits are going to help. So these care kits are an absolutely awesome donation from A21 Freedom Chasers, and we are so thankful for them. And how this is going to work is, is that we're going to use those care kits to go out into the community and give those care kits to homeless youth in order to give them the resources they need and start introducing them to Central Segudo. We're going to do outreach programs specifically to go out into the community to try to find runaway and homeless youth before they're being exploited. And even ones who have been exploited, we're going to help them come into Central Segudo. We're also going to have those care kits up front for young people when they come visit with us. When they leave, they're going to have the basic resources we know when they walk out the door. Uh, they're going to have underwear, socks, toiletries. They're also going to have a, a little note to let them know how important they are to us. And even our friends at Whataburger have been super generous by giving us food coupons for an entire Whataburger meal. That sounds amazing. Um, and these care kits are going to go and make a huge difference to someone who's coming to Centro Seguro. A lot of times they come empty handed um, and to be able to leave with some very important uh, things that they need um, from toiletries, something that's going to keep them clean, some some food, uh, something that's going to keep them warm, um, you know, everything that's needed. And so um, we also want to just shout out to all of our great volunteers who recently came out to our packing party as well. Um, shout out to you guys who are making this also possible. Those of you who are donating or have donated, um, we're going to do this on a quarterly basis. So we're going to continue to need your, your help and your support to put uh, care kits together. Um, visit our a21feedomchasers.org uh, website for more information on how you can get involved with these care kits uh, check us out on social media we have all of our information um, on the care kits and what we're doing in regards to that it's a great partnership with Santo Seguro uh, this is uh, one way of uh, not bringing the awareness more into action um, we want to be uh, doing things that are actionable and are making a difference so I appreciate that Caesar so our next deadline for our next quarter is November 5th 2018 and they can go donate through A21 Freedom Chasers, or they can even bring those care kit donations directly to Central Segudo, which we're located at 3103 West Avenue, San Antonio, Texas. And if you're coming by that location, go ahead and please check out our thrift store. That happens to be one of our favorite places for young people to go to. In particular, we've had youth that have come through Central Segudo where we don't necessarily have what they need back at Central. We take them on a little shopping trip. Very awesome. And do they drop off the stuff uh, at the thrift store, or is it going to be at the office? Well, they'll actually go to the Central Segundo office, which okay. is a, which is on the side of the building, and we have a donation station for them there. Great. But if they go to the thrift store, 
Kaz, our wonderful thrift store director, will direct them back to Central Seguro. Awesome. I appreciate you. And again, Central Seguro is a great place. Um, you know, they're they're open, they're helping people, and we appreciate them for all that they're doing. They're helping um, our youth um, and, you know, making sure that they have a safe place to go um, when they need a safe place. And um, we're also going to be sharing more information again um, about Walk for Freedom that's coming up here in October. So check out our website. We're going to have um, opportunities to drop stuff off at walk for freedom as well um, so just a lot of great stuff and we're uh, super excited for all that so once again thank you everyone for logging into you know apple uh, itunes and also google play and our website to check this out uh, for more on centro seguro make sure you check out roy moss uh, youth alternatives on facebook or rmya.org um, and we're again grateful for everything that you're doing so a21freedomchasers.org is our website and chuck paul llc for more information thank you and we are um, excited for this next episode have a great day